Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Remember, I'm starting live office hours Wednesdays at 12 noon Mountain Standard Time. You can access it on my Instagram channel, Facebook, and YouTube. It's a time for you to come and pick my brain on any questions you have about the podcast, about anything else. If you think back to high school and college, your teachers had office hours, so you could go ask questions. So I'm providing the same thing. It's free every Wednesday at 12 noon Mountain Standard Time. Come check it out. Two quick announcements. The one announcement is I am doing my Total Marriage Refresh Conference this coming weekend in Broomfield, Colorado. If you're not registered, there's still a few more slots left, so I highly encourage it. It's a really fun day to supercharge your relationship. You're gonna receive a lot of information, a lot of exercises, there's no group sharing, just time for you and your partner to really reconnect. And I'm there all day doing the conference, and in between the sessions, there's breakout time for just you and your partner, and that's where I walk around, get to know the couple, see if anyone has any questions. So. If you would like to resuscitate your relationship or move from good to great, consider going to the Total Marriage Refresh. Again, it's this coming Saturday in Broomfield, Colorado. Highly encourage it. Go to my website, drwyattfisher.com, click on Retreats, then you'll see the link for the one coming up in Broomfield, Colorado. The second announcement is I'm thinking of developing a membership class. The membership class would be for anyone who wants to join to pick my brain further, to get to know me more, to have their questions answered. As you know, I provide a lot of resources. So I do this podcast, I do the conference, I have an app called Keep the Glow, which is live now in both the App Store and the Google Play Store, super exciting, Keep the Glow, check it out. That's two weeks free to check it out and see if you like it. So I have all these resources and articles, and a lot of times, you know, couples want help with implementation. What did he mean by this? And we're getting stuck here. And how do we apply this over here? And so this membership class would be a place for you to come to get those questions answered. It'd be all about implementation. How do we implement all these things we're learning? And it's much more affordable than individual counseling. And so I'm thinking of developing this membership site, this membership class for all of you. For everyone who listens to my content, attends the conferences, has the app, everyone who does those things, a lot of times they need some assistance with implementation. So if you could, send me an email and let me know if you think I should develop a class. It would be at your own pace. There's no curriculum that you have to accomplish in a certain amount of days. It's a self-paced, but I would show up there several times a week live to help you with implementation and to break things down step by step. So send me an email if you could, info at drwyattfisher.com. Let me know if you would join something like that, what you think it should cost, and what you would hope to get out of it. I'd really appreciate your feedback. Okay, so today we're gonna talk about three steps to trusting your partner again. When you've been hurt, maybe it's from a significant event that your partner did, or maybe it's a pattern of behavior over a long period of time, and they've really hurt you. And when we get hurt, what do we do? We shut the door. We close off. We develop walls because we don't want to get hurt again. It's human nature. When someone hurts us, we detach. We pull away. 
And so if you're staying in that relationship and you want the relationship to improve, how do you start trusting again? I get this question a lot, so I thought it'd be important for us to spend a little time today talking through some strategies on how to slowly start trusting your partner again if they have hurt you. So the first thing to consider is zoom out and assess their behavior. You don't wanna trust someone unless they deserve it, if they've earned your trust. And so when I say zoom out, what I mean is look at their behaviors over the last six months, over the last year, over the last two to three years. And if when you're looking at those behaviors, if you notice overall, they have gotten better. Overall, they have proven their trustworthiness. Overall, they are more sensitive to my needs. Overall, they are a better partner. If you can zoom out and look at their overall behavior and assess it and recognize they have improved, they have made strides, they have shown that they care. They may not be where I want them to be yet, but I know that they have been working on themselves and trying and they have sustained the gains. If that's your experience when you zoom out and assess, then that means it's a safer risk for you to start opening your heart again to them and starting to trust them again. In contrast, if you zoom out and they haven't changed and they've gotten worse and they haven't been more sensitive to your feedback, then that means they are at a high risk for you to start trusting again and you should not start trusting their behavior again. But again, this is for the scenario where you zoom out and you look at their behavior and overall things have gotten better. Overall, they have improved. If that's the case, then that gives you some confidence that it's a lower risk for you to slowly start opening up your heart again. And that leads me to number two. The second strategy to start trusting your partner again is to go slow. If your partner has proven their trustworthiness over the last six months or a year, couple years, and you assess that and you're like, okay, good, so far so good, things have been getting better, it doesn't mean now I'm just gonna open up my heart 100% because then you might get hurt again. That might be too risky. That might be too overwhelming. And so you wanna go slow. Think of it as a garage door. You are the garage, that's your soul, and you're slowly opening the garage door by trusting them again. You're slowly opening the door to your heart. So it doesn't mean you open the garage door all at once, all the way up, and you fully trust overnight. It doesn't mean that. But what it does mean is that I'm gonna intentionally choose to slowly start opening my heart back up to my partner. So maybe that means I share a little more. Maybe that means I become a little more vulnerable. Maybe that means I'm a little more open to to connecting physically. Whatever it looks like for you, but go slow. Because if you go slow, that's gonna feel safer. That's gonna feel more manageable. It's not gonna be so overwhelming. You wanna be careful that you don't just become stagnant and you stay still and you don't intentionally try to start trusting them again because you never will. When you've been hurt, it's often a decision to start trusting your partner again. Don't wait for your feelings because it may never happen. It has to be a cognitive choice. I'm gonna intentionally, slowly start trusting my partner again because they have been earning back my trust from their behavior over time. Number three, have an exit strategy. 
So the exit strategy means you need to know in the in your the back of your mind, if my partner starts hurting me again, if they do that same behavior again, if they regress and go back to the same person they were and start ignoring my needs and start neglecting me or mistreating me in any way, if that happens again, I need to have an exit strategy. And the exit strategy probably will include we need to start seeing a marriage counselor or a coach or we need to get a separation because it's very scary to start trusting again because it can feel like, am I just stupid? Am I just signing up to get hurt again? And if I start trusting again, does, does that mean I'm gonna be stuck in this relationship just to feel miserable and to get mistreated all over again? And if that's where I think it is, I'm not gonna start trusting again. And that's where the exit strategy comes in because in your mind, if you know if they regress if they go backwards, if they start hurting you again, if they start mistreating you again, then you know, I'm not gonna tolerate that. I'm gonna request counseling or coaching and or we're gonna get a separation. Having an exit strategy is really helpful because it helps you feel like you have some control and that helps us take risks. If we feel out of control, like I'm signing up to get mistreated again, then we're not gonna take the risk of opening our heart back up. So that's the third thing to consider. So if you wanna trust your partner again, you need to have this exit strategy in place for a worst case scenario. When we have anxiety and we start thinking what if statements, one of the best approaches to countering anxiety is to think through what is the worst that could happen and then what would be my plan if that were to happen? because anxiety comes from a loss of control. It comes from feeling powerless. That's what makes us anxious. So if we can think through, what is the worst that could happen? If I do start trusting again, what is the worst that could happen? They could start hurting me again. I could start feeling neglected again. They could betray me again. If you think through that worst case scenario, then think about what you would do. That's your exit strategy. It brings back a sense of control to an otherwise uncontrollable scenario in your mind and in your heart. And that lowers our anxiety. And that gives us the confidence to start trusting again because we know, worst case scenario, if things go backwards, we have a plan in place. So those are three ideas to start trusting your partner again. Number one, zoom out and assess their behavior over the last six months, 12 months, or two to three years. You wanna see progress. Number two, go slow. And number three, have an exit strategy just in case you need one. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to click the five stars and leave a review. And if this podcast has helped you, the best way to pay it forward is to text one person in your sphere today about the Dr. Wyatt Show. I hope you'll do that to spread the message of hope. For more resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. And remember, your marriage is alive. So to nurture it and to encourage it to grow, you have to focus on it. If you neglect it and deprive it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.